The Productive Woman, Episode 451. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, we're talking about staying productive when we're exhausted. You'll find more information and links to some great resources in the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash 451. So the day before I sat down to plan this episode was a bit of a challenging one. My husband and I traveled several hours to help our daughter move with her four daughters from one house to another. And I'm sure you know moving, of course, is always a tiring project. In this case, the endeavor was made even more difficult by a severe storm that had traveled through the area the night before, leaving most of the metropolitan area where she lives without power. That meant, among other things, that there was no air conditioning on a day when the temperatures were in the 90s, that's Fahrenheit, around 33 degrees Celsius, and the humidity was very high. It was... (laughs) tiring. It was like working in a sauna. And after a long day of working in that climate, we ended up having to drive several hours back home because the hotel we had planned to stay at that night was also without electricity and thus was closed. So we spent a long day working, got back home, and after a quick but badly needed shower, we collapsed into bed very late that night. I woke the next morning knowing that I had several things that I needed and wanted to get done, one of them being preparing for this episode. And as I sat at my computer pondering what to talk about this week, all I could think about was how exhausted I was, which got me thinking about how do we get stuff done when we're exhausted? And what's interesting is I realized as I was looking at this and started working on it, that last week we had talked about staying productive when life is chaotic. I hadn't planned to start a series on productivity despite challenges, but this week's topic kind of fell into that category just like last week's. So that's what we're going to talk about today. How do we stay productive, get things done that we need and want to get done when we are exhausted? And as I often do, I start by looking at terms and making sure we're all talking about the same thing. What what do I mean by exhaustion? Well, I looked up the definition in a dictionary and it's defined as a state of extreme physical or mental fatigue or the action or state of using something up or of being used up completely. And that second definition often talks about resources, that our resources can be exhausted. But I thought it was kind of applicable to us as women. Many times we are exhausted. We feel used up, completely used up. And so it kind of applies in that in that context as well. Now, my exhaustion in this situation that I was talking about was physical. It came from physical exertion on a hot, humid day. But exhaustion can also be mental or emotional. So 
Healthline, for instance, describes emotional exhaustion this way, as a state of feeling emotionally worn out and drained as a result of accumulated stress from your personal or work lives or a combination of both. And I'm sure you've experienced that. I know I have. And it's, it's often a situation where we as women, because we give of ourselves, you know, emotionally and in, in caregiving, uh, that we can be emotionally exhausted. Healthline also talks about mental exhaustion as something that can happen when your brain receives too much stimulation or has to maintain an intense level of activity without rest. And here's how Healthline distinguishes between the two, between emotional exhaustion and mental exhaustion. It says in one article, and I'm, I'm linking to all these articles in the show notes in case you want to check them out. So it says, generally speaking, mental tends to refer to cognitive skills like thinking, memory, decision-making, and problem-solving. Emotional, on the other hand, has to do with feelings, including your ability to identify, process, and express them. The article goes on to say, you might notice emotional exhaustion when navigating difficult, painful, or unwanted feelings such as grief, sadness, anger, loneliness, or anxiety. And both mental and emotional exhaustion can leave you feeling detached, unmotivated, apathetic, and trapped. The challenges you're facing might seem impossible to overcome, and you might feel too drained to keep trying. And again, I think most of us have experienced that from one time or another. WebMD describes some of the symptoms of mental exhaustion as anger and impatience, inability to focus, zoning out, poor sleep, unhealthy choices like drugs or alcohol or a junky diet, depression, worry, making more mistakes, and even body aches and pains. All of these things can be symptoms of mental exhaustion. Now, obviously, they can be symptoms of other things as well, but I thought that was kind of an interesting list from WebMD. According to Healthline, we might experience mental exhaustion when we often work or study for long hours with few or no breaks, when we spend a lot of time each day dealing with overwhelming responsibilities, when we live with mental health symptoms, or when we devote a lot of mental energy each day to thinking through problems, worries, or other sources of stress. So those are some of the things that could result in mental exhaustion. And we'll talk in a minute about ways that we can deal with it. In fact, one interesting Forbes article that I read that I, I do recommend, and this one will be linked in the show notes. I recommend you read this if this uh, description of mental exhaustion is resonating with you, because this Forbes article discusses the changes to our brain that result from mental exhaustion, and then goes on to offer practical ways to prevent it, such as identify your optimal time for complex cognitive tasks. That is, the article asks, are you more resilient in the morning or in the afternoon? And try to choose your peak time to do the most mentally taxing work uh, that can help prevent mental exhaustion. Other recommendations from this article are to set limits on your complex cognitive tasks. Overestimate, and I'm quoting from the article here, overestimate how long a task will take so you build in time for breaks 
getting outside to clear your head, walking around the block, having a light, fun conversation with a colleague, anything to give yourself, uh, your brain, a break from that challenging work. The article recommends taking a tech break, getting away from your computer, your phone, tech in general to protect your brain. Uh, It also suggests that we choose what to focus on. Do not multitask. Multitasking, this article says, exhausts your brain and actually makes you less efficient and less productive. And the article recommends increasing cell density in your prefrontal cortex and hippocampus via meditation. Um, the, The article says the benefits of getting still inside are well documented. Even a five minute meditation break will leave you feeling relaxed, calm and clear. That's just a a little bit of a look at mental and emotional exhaustion. When I sat down to work on this episode, I actually was thinking of physical exhaustion, but I think a lot of us experience the other kinds as well. Now, physical exhaustion too can come from sources other than just physical labor. Mine was from, and my husband's on this particular situation, came from physical exertion when it was hot and humid and that led to our exhaustion, but there are other sources. So WebMD in a really interesting article describes some of the different sources of physical exhaustion and what we can do about it. Uh, So some of the sources the article talks about are seasonal allergies and hay fever, anemia, depression, anxiety, viral or bacterial infections such as the flu, mononucleosis, COVID-19, HIV, hepatitis, and pneumonia, fibromyalgia, food allergies, heart disease, lung disease, rheumatoid arthritis, sleep disorders, diabetes, and hypothyroidism. I remember several years ago when I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism, in the months leading up to that, I remember the overwhelming physical exhaustion to the point of just it being nearly impossible for me to put one foot in front of the other. And I thought there was something seriously wrong with me. So I was actually relieved when I went in for my annual physical and the doctor diagnosed hypothyroidism and told me it could be resolved with a, you know, a small pill I take each day. The The point is, I guess, if you're experiencing chronic physical exhaustion, a visit to your doctor is in order to make sure that any physiological causes are diagnosed and treated. Lots of things besides just working hard can lead to physical exhaustion. And if you're experiencing it regularly in a a chronic sense, definitely get to your doctor and get that checked out to to rule out any of these uh, possible other medical causes. When it's possible, I think we should address exhaustion by the obvious, get some rest. But we can't always take the day off from work when we've had an exhausting day. And when we're caring for people, whether it's kids or sick family members or whatever who depend on us, we can't simply go to bed and leave them to fend for themselves. Sometimes we have to push through and get things done despite the fatigue. Now, Working when you're feeling exhausted can be challenging, to put it mildly. But there are a few strategies that can help increase our productivity during these times. 
Remember, though, that regular rest and sleep are critical for maintaining good physical and mental health, so it's it's not advisable to consistently work while exhausted. Again, if, if you're chronically exhausted, get checked out by your doctor. But let's talk about some, some basic strategies that we can use to be productive even when we're tired. Number one would be to prioritize and plan. Focus on the tasks that need to be done urgently, the things that are time sensitive and have to get done. Categorize your tasks based on their priority and allocate time accordingly. When we are exhausted, we can't do everything. So what's most important? Focus our attention on that. That helps us to ensure that at least the most critical tasks get done first. And this is true whether we're talking about at home or at work. In an article on Medium, podcaster and former monk Jay Shetty suggests considering whether any of the the tasks in front of you actually energize you and which ones drain you and start with one of the former if possible. There are certain kinds of things that we do that, that we look forward to that we're energized by. And what Shetty is suggesting is if we can start with one of those, maybe that can help us build some momentum even though we're tired. The second strategy would be to break down our tasks. We should do this anyway, but especially when we're tired. Large tasks can feel particularly overwhelming when you're tired. So break down these tasks into smaller, more manageable parts and tackle each part one at a time. Instead of focusing on the big job that needs to be done, force yourself to just do one step at a time, one small piece at a time, and little by little, the things get done. The third one in this, I I read a bunch of articles about this. There's a lot been written about staying productive when uh, when you're tired, when you're exhausted. And every single article I read, whether it was by just a, you know, a writer or on a medical website, uh, suggested number three, which is to take short breaks. So instead of working continuously for hours, take short breaks of about five to 10 minutes after every 30 minutes or so of work. This can help keep your mind fresh and reduce mental fatigue as well as take into account your physical fatigue. So the Pomodoro technique is what what we're thinking of here where you work for say 25 to 30 minutes and then take a break and you set a timer for that work and for that 25 to 30 minutes you focus on one task, get it done, then take a break and then start over again. Taking breaks is always important, but it's especially important when you are physically or mentally or emotionally, for that matter, fatigued. Number four, and this is another one that every one of these resources recommended, and that's to hydrate and eat well. Make sure that you're drinking enough water and eating balanced meals. It's always important. We ought to be doing this all the time, but it's crucial when we are physically drained. Foods high in protein and complex carbohydrates can help maintain your energy levels, even when you're exhausted. Number five, and this is another one that every resource recommended, and that is to get some physical movement. Physical activity can help wake up your body and your mind when you're really tired, whether it's because you had a late night the night before or you have worked hard 
or whatever the reason for your exhaustion, physical activity can help kind of wake you up again. So just a short walk or some simple stretching can give you a much needed energy boost. It doesn't need to be a big long workout. You probably don't have that in you if you're exhausted to begin with, but you can make a big difference in uh, your energy level and your ability to focus just by getting up and walking around the block or walking around your backyard or whatever, or do some stretching to sort of wake yourself up. Number six would be to limit distractions. A tired mind is easily distracted, so keep your work environment as distraction-free as possible. An article on Psych Central suggests some of the following, and I'm quoting here from the article. First, if you work in an open office where concentration is tricky on the best of days, try working from home or at a library, whichever has fewer distractions. The second recommendation from this article is if your work is tied to a certain place, try using noise-canceling earphones and playing music that keeps you in the zone. A third one is to pause your inbox and put your phone out of sight if constant notifications keep grabbing your attention. Their fourth recommendation, place a do not disturb sign on your door or desk to stop coworkers from striking up conversations. And number five is to clean your desk or workspace and only leave out the items you need to complete your work. So these are some great recommendations. Uh, They're always good to help us with focus and, and, you know, stay on task, but particularly when you're exhausted because you're going to be more easily distracted in the first place. So maybe you can't have a do not disturb sign on your office door or on your desk all the time. But on a day when you've got to get stuff done and you're physically or mentally exhausted to begin with, maybe this is an option for you. Uh, The seventh strategy is another one that all the different sources mentioned, and that is mindfulness and meditation. So quick mindfulness exercises or short meditation breaks can help rejuvenate your mind and help you to stay focused. Again, when we are physically exhausted, it is even harder to be focused mentally. And so anything we can do to help boost our ability to focus is a good thing. Another one of these things that's good all the time, but especially when we're tired. So just some kind of quick mindfulness exercise, even if it's just pausing for, you know, two minutes to just breathe and relax your body and, and focus on nothing but your breathing in and breathing out, that can make a big difference. The eighth strategy that is recommended often is to delegate. If you have the option, delegate tasks to others to lessen your workload. Tip number one or strategy number one was to prioritize and plan, figure out what are the most crucial tasks, the highest priority tasks, and allocate your time to them. Are there some of the lower priority tasks that maybe still need to get done, but they don't necessarily have to be done by you, those are prime candidates for being delegated to someone else, whether it's to your kids or your spouse or a coworker if it's a work task. Strategy number nine for staying productive when we are exhausted is to use tools wisely. So using productivity tools like time trackers, task managers, or even 
AI assistance to help streamline your work and make it easier to manage. All these things can help anytime, but especially when we are tired, when we're exhausted and we're still having to push through, what can you do to make the workload more manageable and using these different tools can help. Number 10 is to listen to music. And it was interesting to me that a lot of the different resources that I looked at in preparing for this episode recommended this. Listening to soft instrumental music can help increase concentration and make the work more enjoyable. That's what most of the resources recommended. There was at least one article, though, that kind of went the other direction and said, play something that rocks out and that gets you, you know, psyched up and and energizes you. Whatever works. It depends on what your work is. If it's something that requires focus, I think I'd probably recommend soft instrumental music, something with no lyrics to distract you. Um, There's a lot of science out there that instrumental classical music can really help in particular with mental focus. But if you need to do something physical that doesn't require intense concentration, maybe playing that energetic music will help uh, keep you going. I've often done that in the past when I would be jogging. I would play some, you know, some of my favorite upbeat music to kind of energize me and keep me going. There are lots of sources for music that you can play to help you focus on your work. Amazon Music, Apple Music, and Spotify all have the option for you to create playlists of just the right music for you. I would also recommend that you check out the website Focus at Will. This is a a site that specifically creates playlists, both of music and of sounds, that are scientifically designed to help increase your ability to focus. Um, Calm, we've talked about before. They are a sponsor, although not of this episode. Uh, But Calm, in addition to the sleep stories that I've talked about so many times, has music playlists available that are especially designed to help you with focus. So any of these resources can help you come up with music to play while you work that would will help you stay on task. Number 11 is a power nap. And every single resource that I read, both scientific and otherwise, in preparing for this episode, every one of them talked about taking a power nap, if possible. And the optimum time usually is about 20 minutes. And a short 20-minute nap can refresh your mind, improve alertness and cognitive function, and is highly recommended when you are exhausted. So to take advantage of this, to to do this, you want to set an alarm, darken the room, and lower the temperature. They all, all the experts say that a dark, cool space is the best for sleep. So darken and cool the room, get comfortable and turn off your worries and allow yourself just to sleep for 20 minutes. Uh, Now, referring back to Calm, again, they're not sponsoring this episode, but I actually use the Calm app for this sort of thing. Their sleep stories really help me with shutting off the worries that maybe have been keeping me awake. So you can visit calm.com slash TPW to learn more and get a 40% discount if you're not already a subscriber. Again, they are a sponsor of this podcast. They are not sponsoring this episode, but I do recommend them for this purpose. And the 12th strategy 
for staying productive, even when you're exhausted, is simply to breathe deeply. Deep breathing exercises can help reduce stress and increase oxygen flow to your brain, which can help improve both focus and productivity. And lots of the uh, resources I looked at talked about this. So these are just some of the strategies that can make a difference. Um, These are not long-term solutions. As I mentioned before, chronic exhaustion can lead to serious health issues, including depression, anxiety, and even weakened immune function. So if you're constantly and consistently feeling tired and exhausted, it's important to talk to a healthcare professional and get to the root of what's causing it. So those are some thoughts that I had. I wonder, what do you think? How do you handle productivity needs when you're exhausted? What do you do when you've got to keep working even though you're worn out? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You can share your ideas or questions in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash 451. And that's also where you will find links to the various resources that I talked about, some great articles with some good ideas for this. Uh, You can also post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page, or if you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that's also a good place for us to have a conversation about this. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I'd love to hear from you. And that, my friends, is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. I really appreciate you spending this time with me. I hope you found something in it that's helpful to you. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other. And especially if you're exhausted, no matter what the reason, extend grace to yourself and go make your life matter. Mm -hmm.